1: You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's the most resilient parasite? Prime time with Isaac and Can build cities. Can transform the world write all the rules that's what i'll be doing every single night which is why no 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 i have to steal it what are you talking about willis this is prime time with isaac and soup
2: it'll it's gonna work it's passable okay this this isn't
1: terrible the best in local regional and national sports
2: with no hidden
1: agenda prime time with isaac and soup on 1080 the fan
2: hey what it do what's
0: up (laughs) what's up guys let's go Ladies? I'm ready. I'm ready to sports. I am? There's so much going on. Is there? There is. Oh, so much to talk about. Live so golf? <laughs> well, I did, I did have that in uh, in my notes. The live golf versus the XFL ratings. Which one is sadder and more depressing?
2: <laughs> did you see... Have you seen... Um, well, live, actually...
0: Live golf, by the way, got a point two.
2: Well, it takes time. <laughs> but Does hey. it? Does it?
0: A point two. Well... <laughs> It's and, not good. And then the XFL... I didn't even know it was on. And that's on the CW. now. I, the, you know what? Can I say something yeah, real quick about yeah. Live Golf? Yes, you can. If we're
2: jumping right into golf. <laughs> uh you going
0: to take this personally.
2: Well, no. Look, I have to be honest. Yeah. As a noted newsman, Absolutely. ...and tell you that the Live Golf field mm-hmm. for their first tournament was way better than the PGA Tour field. That was the Honda, right? At the Honda Classic. Yeah. Because, you know, the PGA Tour kind of flip the model to where they have like fourteen or fifteen elevated events. Yeah. Where bigger, all the guys commit.
0: Bigger purses. And Honda
2: wasn't one. No. So the Liv was smart to put mm-hmm. their first event opposite the Honda. And yet all I watched was the Honda.
0: You and everyone else because it got the Liv Golf uh, tournament got a point two. Yeah, and, even
2: though there's really good golfers out there, yeah. there are I mean they have decent fields. Yes. They've gotten enough guys now that they have decent yeah. fields. Even though that's the case, I still don't care.
0: No, I read a uh I think it was on the uh, it was a sports business journal. Uh there was just a scathing piece on it that ripped it to shreds <clears> that said two things. They said one, everything about it looks cheap. Yeah. Everything. From the from the broadcast to the production. It just is it's just screams cheap and minor league. And the other one is no one that's a golf fan likes their format right like you're, you're trying to reinvent something for a different audience that doesn't like golf and so you you aren't bringing in new viewers and you're turning away old people which are is golf's bread and butter and he's like it's the worst business model he's ever seen <laughs> and yet no one over there seems to care and did you see in the the whole lawsuit did you see some of the details of the contracts that that came out no I don't really care about Live. So here's the other one. So one of the reasons why supposedly Phil and some of the other players broke off was that the PGA contracts as independent contractors were too restrictive, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, in the lawsuit between the two, some details have come out about the Live contracts and they are way more restrictive mm. than anything the PGA. But they're
2: paying him a bunch of money. They're
0: paying him a bunch of money. So look, and, the guys took the money. And so you look but you look like a clown because you're suing yeah. saying that the PGA was restrictive, and one of the judges even said, He's like, Are you kidding me right now he goes you have he's basically saying you have the nerve to sue saying it's a restrictive business look at what you signed live golf is off to a very very rough start now the XFL they oh. re, they relaunched after this is the other bit of rating news I'm not sure which one's more depressing so the XFL launched uh, you know after they had to shut down what was that two years ago. And they launched to like 37% lower ratings than the previous version of it. That was in week one. Week two dropped by 50% from the already almost 40% drop in ratings. Mm. Yeah.
2: So. And week one was all-star weekend, NBA, right?
0: Nothing going
2: on. Well, you had the
0: all-star weekend. No, that, this
2: last weekend you had literally nothing. Nothing Like fi- the Honda was so, Yeah. It.
0: Down 37. NBA games. And then down 50 from there. Well,
2: I mean so. that's to be expected. It, that, Actually, both are to be expected. Yeah, but
0: it's it's rough.
2: I mean, live is live to me just seems like an exhibition. I, I don't care. I you know, yeah, it's just stupid, and I'll probably never be into it unless all of the best players in the world are there. Well, I guess if you just
1: can,
0: even
2: then, I it's yeah. turning me off. Like you said, the format's stupid. Yeah. I don't, uh, it's just whatever. Big
0: team golf? Are you now? Um, Sorry, I was very I was, I was very sportsy right from the get go. Yeah, what's the matter talk. with you? Well, I, I what thought, is the matter with you? I thought Hockey Rob, I thought you'd be all emotional. Patrick
2: Kane got traded today. Hey, look at that. Yeah, I didn't I, even get it into the hot five at five for
0: you. I knew Hockey so Rob would, would, let's mention it now. would come with, with sizzling Patrick Kane He's takes. headed to the Senators. <laughs> I don't think that's the case. So uh, look up,
2: I don't know if you've seen this, so I'll, we'll do a little right. fun I'm, I'm, exercise. I'm ready to look. Are you on Twitter? Do you have your Big Soup Twitter account up? Yeah, I got it right here. Okay, in the search bar, mm-hmm. put the at sign.
0: Mhm. Do we even is that what that is officially called? Well, yeah. But it was there before. Yeah, it was the at sign. That's the at sign? Yeah. Oh, okay. You didn't know that? I didn't know that was the official name for it. Well, it means at. Well, does it does now? It didn't no, 15 it did. yeah. 15 years ago? Yeah.
1: Yeah, cuz it would still show up yeah. on like uh on like sports schedules sure. like it would say, right. you know, at, Seahawks oh, at yeah. uh, whoever. Oh, that's right.
0: I can't say I knew that. Thank so, you for educating me. You're right, welcome. So, so I've got the app. I'm yeah. full of those. I got it right here.
2: Uh okay, you put that in there. Mm-hmm. Now type Live Golf, L I V G O L F. Okay. And and uh see what comes up. Tell us what comes up.
0: Do, do, do. Do, do,
2: do. Oh. What account comes? Up? Um <laughs> since it, we were talking about Live Golf.
0: It it appears to be <laughs> a very young yeah. Gal named Olivia. Right. Olivia. The at Live Golf from South Wales Twitter
2: handle is a (laughs) seventeen-year-old amateur golfer who has a nineteen handicap named Olivia who lives in Wales.
0: I couldn't be any happier. (laughs) Isn't that great? So let's play the fun game of how much did Liv offer (laughs) Olivia, right? No, they surely she would
2: like that's what I was gonna ask is why wouldn't the Saudis just pay her to dump the handle? I can't imagine that would cost much money. The amount they're dumping on the players,
0: I mean, they could give her how much? Ten thousand
2: bucks, oh, and she'd dude, be happy. If they offered her five hundred dollars, oh for sure. But because they're like,
0: offering everyone else—that's astronomical. Well, you'd think that they would just an offer she couldn't refuse would be out there,
2: right? But if she's smart, you're right. They—they they don't really seem to negotiate very well, with the Saudis. But if she were smart, she would hold out. But let's just say they just said, "Hey, here's five hundred dollars. We need live golf handle." She's like, "Fine, I don't care," right? <laughs> Yeah, I guess. But they obviously they haven't offered her anything. They didn't care enough because she's still got Live Golf.
0: I think that is the best thing. <laughs> That's the best thing I've heard about Live Golf since its inception is that a 17 yeah. year old junior golfer <laughs> I named think, Olivia. I think you should give her a follow. <laughs> done and done. Now she's got a pretty nice
2: swing. Apparently, uh, but a 19. Well, I'm, I'm she's better. gone from a th- I'm better than that. She's gone from a 33 to a 19. Oh, okay. And she's really working hard. You, mm-hmm. you can see by her tweets there. <laughs> And uh I'm rooting for her. <laughs> I'm rooting for Olivia just she,
0: Live Golf. And so why did how did she come up with Live Golf without well, her name's Olivia? Jesus. Didn't even think about that. Come on, man. You know what that one uh
2: Live that, Golf. Yeah, that, that makes sense. And so the Live Golf yeah, I don't by even the way, know. Follow. Yeah, good. How many followers does she have now?
0: Five hundred. I think I'm six hundred. Oh. Oh, no, no. Sorry. I was off. Uh four hundred and ninety followers. Great.
2: Well, yeah. keep us up. Keep us updated yeah. on her.
0: Now swing. Now live golf. What
2: is live? Yeah, what is their handle? It's
0: at live golf underscore league. <laughs> okay, so they added league. <laughs> they added the they underscore had to put league on it. Yeah. and they didn't care. Yeah, yeah, you
2: know, whatever. Apparently, they didn't. Is care.
0: Is anyone following that thing either? Unless Olivia's just still holding out. God, I want her to be playing hardball and just being like, no, they're offering her like five hundred k. She's like, whatever. No. Like, I know no. what you, I know what you're. you're I got five
2: hundred followers. I can't get. <laughs> I can't take five hundred k. They're not going to find me. My five hundred followers.
0: Uh, I'm going to look up the PGA uh, Tour, which, by the way, is at PGA, PGA tour. tour. Yeah, <laughs> just just for s's and giggles. So the PGA Tour has uh, 2.8 and some change million million. Did you care to guess what live. our uh, at live underscore league golf has
2: followers? You mean yeah. Uh, I mean a couple hundred thousand, maybe. Yeah,
0: two twenty seven. Yeah. Yeah, it's
2: a a little bit of a... No one cares about Liv. No. And look, the guys on the tour don't care because they're getting paid. Yeah. But it is pretty... I don't know. I watched... uh, Have you watched uh, um, uh, Full Swing on Netflix?
0: I've watched two and a half episodes of it.
2: Okay. Some of the stuff they have in there details some guys jumping over there, like Kepka, Ian Poulter. Yeah. And it becomes very clear that Liv was just basically a giant human experiment, right? If you take a bunch of people... Mm And let's say you have 100 people and you offer in any field yeah. and you offer an exorbitant amount of money for them to to yeah. to basically keep doing their career, but not really fighting for what you were fighting for before. Sure. Does that make sense? Yeah. A lot of people are going to take that and just go, look, I
0: hey, man.
2: that what? is a no brainer or uh, Dennis, Justin Johnson said, I think you're crazy if you don't take this money. Like, that's how he views it. Yeah. It is a lot of money. It is. I mean. But there are also other people, and I think this is why Liv rubs people the wrong way, sh- short of the Saudi thing, who will not take that because that's not, like, you're selling out. Like, that, no. our, I, it's I the want, definition of selling I out. want to compete against the best. I am super competitive. I want to play where it matters. No. And. This is it, PGA Tour. Not live. I will not be bought, no. just to like to them. They're equally as they're equally saying that's crazy. Yeah. Just one ma- guy says you're crazy if you don't. The other guy says you're crazy if you do. That I think that's a giant human experiment. I just think some people are yeah. going to go to go one way, yeah. and a lot of people are going to go the other way. And that's true of any profession it, you're talking
0: about. It is just a matter of what you value.
2: And I think as that's and so. right. And I think as fans. Yeah. It bothers us when high-level athletes like this show. Like, Brooks Kepka is a wuss. Yes. Like, Brooks Kepka, Brooks if you I did, watch that episode. I watched episode. that episode. Dude. First
0: off, his blonde hair is alarming. And uh, second, uh, we get it, dude. Nice bench press. But he comes across as such a whiny little bitch. He's, he's pretty weak. Yes.
2: And look, that's a guy who had the reputation on PGA Tour for about a two-year period of being an assassin. Yep he is anything but yeah. and i think what fans are doing is they're looking at this going well you're a you're weak like you yeah. this gives you life changing money we to have- just quit yeah. And yeah, you're gonna play, and you're gonna play in these
0: exhibitions, and you're gonna people are gonna come watch you, but it doesn't matter. No, you don't have to grind like you, you in the in that second. I think it was the second episode. Yeah, there's this idea of oh, I'm working so hard to get, to get back. back yeah. But at the he same, wasn't. he wasn't. It was like, well, this gives me an out where I can show that I'm working really hard. Exactly. Wink, wink, nod, nod. But in reality, I just cashed yeah. two hundred million bucks, so I don't really have to be back.
2: Now the guys like Poulter, and you know maybe a Paul Casey
0: type. Yeah. That we're never going to do that.
2: These guys are a little different. You know, they're our age, or yep. my age, yep. and almost pushing 50, yep. they are not winning a lot of tournaments anymore. It's a final... Yeah. They can play less, be yep. with family more. They've already done what they're going to do on the PGA Tour. Now, that that's a little bit of a different case study, but I think with Kepka, yeah. Patrick Reed, Cam, Smith, Cam Smith, these are guys that, wow, I think fans look really negatively on what they have done. I don't know that they care or understand that. But that's, it's really weak. And this is what like Rory and Tiger and these guys are talking about. Yeah,
0: We don't like, as a society, we don't like when people admit that it's about the money when in reality for like 75% of people on the planet,
2: it's about the money. But it's also kind of cool to see guys say it's not about the money. Yes. And that's awesome.
0: They also have a lot of money. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so yeah
2: exactly and yeah. they just changed the pga tour like live golf did do some good things for the pga tour because sure, their the, mere existence yeah, made them bump up their purses yeah, like rising tide whoever so. what was it i think it was rom that won the last uh elevated event yes and he won
0: way more than
2: they were handing out before yeah
0: it is true that from that standpoint yes everyone every, good. So good Com- competition yeah. it worked it, 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 it helps it worked
2: <laughs> but still live is stupid and no one cares no one cares not even the players.
0: No. And they're saying that already in this lawsuit that there's a bunch of scuttlebutt about players that are over there want this thing to run out already so sure. they can try to weasel their yeah. way back to the PGA well, tour. Well, they
2: will. Those those guys all will be allowed to play in the majors. And yes. quite frankly, that's most the, PGA tour pros, particularly the ones that have won a lot already, that's, what that's they, all they care yes. about. and they will. Yes, all for And it. so those guys do get to whether you like that or not, yeah. they will be in the the major tournaments. Yeah. Hey, there's Jimmy our engineer.
0: Hey there. Oh, yeah. Look at that. He looks rough. Hey,
2: hey, Jeremy. Is he okay? How's he doing? Who, me? There? No, not you. Jimmy, our engineer.
0: <laughs> Jimmy, are you okay? <laughs> Be careful. Yeah, I think Jimmy might kill me. It's possible. And uh, I feel like he's capable of it. Between him and Crazy Eyes, one, I think murder has occurred. Hey. And two, I actively think that they... Have or would be willing and possibly currently planning to hide a body together. Like yeah. if I had to hire a body, those are the two, and hire I feel like they or, or hire someone to hide a body. I feel like those two could get it done. Hey Joey, rank
2: the crazy in the engineering department. Crazy eyes, you Adam and Adam. Power rank. I need your mic on. uh the... oh,
1: Yeah, there we well, go. That's easy. Adam, or Jeff, super crazy. Jeff, super <laughs> yeah, crazy. Crazy
2: eyes. So we okay. Yeah. And then it's you. So how, how close are you here? Okay, now turn off your mic. Yeah, how go, close are you
0: yeah, which to one Crazy Eyes? Versus to Adam. About, half, half. <laughs> About halfway there. See? <laughs> so he's half as crazy as Crazy Eyes. Yeah, it's a little. Yeah. That's or a, twice as crazy as Adam. Yeah, right. Yeah.
2: It's a dangerous combo. Enjoy's yeah. big dude. He'll yeah, he'll crush right. you. Exactly. All right. Well, there's our opening seggy. Do you guys like opening seggies?
0: Yeah, that turned uh, very, sporty, very golfy, hey, sportsy. Very golfy, sportsy. I'm okay
2: with it. Yeah. Another crappy weather day out there. God, I'm so tired of it. God. Today we had snow and rain. Yesterday we had snow pellets and rain. Uh, wintry mix. God. and I, But we learned all about hail
0: yesterday so and the different types of hail and the names for it.
2: I got a buddy at spring training right now. Yeah, He says it's the coldest that's been there in years.
0: Oh, and it's like what? 71, 62. Oh my god, how can they even handle it? He sent me a picture. His kid was in a sweatshirt. <laughs> I
2: was like, "What? Is it cold there?" He's yeah. like, "Ah, oh, yeah, it's coldest there. They've had in years. 62." Ah.
0: My gal's uh, in New Orleans right now. Sent me a picture of her okay. in a tank top drinking a hurricane. How, it's like 82. T- <laughs> yes.
2: You'll be there in 24 or 48 hours. Yeah. yeah. That's fantastic.
0: Yeah, let's go. <laughs> the big easy. Let's happen.
2: Let's make it happen. <clears throat> All right. Well, our poll question today pertains to the Seahawks. Here's our poll question today. Just posted. I just hit tweet. Hot off the presses. <clears throat> I'm just putting it on there for you. It's on uh, 1080 The Fan, at 1080 The Fan on Twitter. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. As always, brought to you by AAA Heating and Cooling, a family business helping families for over 60 years. AAAIAQ.com. Uh, now, what prompted this was. Uh, Pete Carroll and John Schneider were speaking at the Underwear Olympics
0: yes, today. The combine officially underway today. Everyone's there, and you know they do the the big. Are they still le- in Indy, yeah, still in an Indy, and they do the league meetings, and you know they chat, and everyone goes there, and business is conducted in the rules committee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not just about the Underwear Olympics, although it's a lot about the Underwear Olympics. It's a it's a gathering place. Of the NFL minds. The push play being discussed at the Combine. The what play? The push play. What do you mean? They're talking about getting rid of the push play. So you can't push the quarterback? Yeah, you can't push the quarterback. Well, the Eagles play specifically where it's like multiple players doing that that little wedge underneath They're talking about getting rid of that? Yeah, it looks like it's probably going down. Although oh. they, they said at the combine, uh, everyone you know, this is like everyone goes there, and you have like these informal discussions. They said that it's it's a little kind of back and forth, but there seems to be a real sense that the push play is going to be uh, going to be gone this year.
2: Do you think that's a good idea?
0: I don't. I, mean, know. I don't know. I, I personally the two arguments against it, and one I think is kind of BS, and and one I think is is fairly legit. The first one is they're saying that it's not a skill play. They're saying that it's it's that's fair that it's almost just a it, it it's it's just it's almost an impossibility to get a stop on on fourth and one or you know fourth and two when done properly and true. if you go to that that it's going to make what should be a really exciting play not very exciting okay. so that argument I buy. The other one that they say, and I think this is kind of horse crap because the league is showing you time and time again, they really don't care, is that they think that this is a high rate of injury because you're literally talking about 300-pound men in four-point stands head first, diving at one another, rugby scrum style, and th- there's this idea. Have they watched that- football? That's kind of my thing. I mean, that's every play. That's every play. But it is particularly (laughs) brutal down there, and they're fearful that someone's going to break a neck or something like that. Because it does happen in rugby scrum from time to time, and they're without pads, and so it's a little less forceful. But most people are bringing up the injury aspect of it, and I I laugh at that. The competitive balance in it not being a skill play, that I understand. That I'm on board with. But I, I just... Almost everyone that I listen to in the NFL know (laughs) seems to have the same opinion. that They think it's going down.
2: Okay, well. uh, Dope. But anyway, that was... Every time the Eagles do it, I I feel...
0: I just wonder why other teams don't. Well, some of it is that you don't have a 240-pound quarterback that can squat. I mean, he is one That's of the stronger players in the NFL. He squats like 600 pounds. I know, but you
2: could still try it. Like, it seems and, to be—like, the Chiefs were awful this year on third and fourth and one, I yeah, guess. Like, yeah. like one of the worst in the league. Yeah. Well, some, well, Why not try that?
0: Some teams don't go under center. Some teams don't feel like they have the O-line. And some teams don't want their tight end blasting into the back of their quarterback and then having him in the that quagmire. I do think there is a difference between having, um, oh, let's say, like like Bryce Young, for instance, whether he ends up being the first player taken in the draft or not. I think there is a difference between having someone who's five ten, one eighty versus Jalen Hurts in there. I, I, you know, right. but if to me, not having it in a pinch is stupid. If, if it's fourth and one or fourth and one and a half, and you, I mean, it's it game is on the line. If you don't run the push play, you're dumb. Because it is... If you're the Eagles? If you're anybody. Like, I get not running it in the first quarter.
2: Well, that right there,
0: right there, what you just said, yeah. to me, is reason to get rid of it. There you go. It's just too easy. It is. If, if if you're the Seattle Seahawks back in the day with with the potato sack that is Russell Wilson, if you don't run the push play, you, you don't care about winning. I get it that there's a higher risk of getting your quarterback nicked up, so maybe you don't do it every time. But in pressure situations in the fourth quarter, anything other than the push play... On fourth and one is stupid. And Philadelphia proved it. Because it was the best short yardage team I've ever seen in my entire life. They ran it on like third and three. And most of the time they got it. And even if they only got two and a half yards, guess what? They're running it again and you can't stop it. It's it's almost impossible. All right. Uh did I read the uh did I read the uh sponsor there?
2: Did I do that yet? Anybody notice? Um I don't know. I don't, I think, I don't think you did. Let's do it again. Let's. Just in case, double it's, down, baby. Yeah, brought to you by AAA Heating and Cooling, a family business helping families for over sixty years. AAAIAQ.com. com. Today we're asking you on Twitter, and I was and I put this up there because I was um, listening to Pete Carroll and John Schneider speak at the Underwear Olympics, and the question is, what would you most like to see the Seahawks land with one of their uh, two first round picks? They have number five and they have number twenty. Yes, uh, edge rusher, quarterback, safety, or center. Log on and vote. On uh, Twitter at 1080 the fan.
0: Yeah, it's a... because
2: Pete said. Yeah, the 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 catalyst here is that Pete said we're definitely looking at
0: all these sure QBs that are coming out. Even well,
2: even with even if we sign uh, Gino. Yeah,
0: if you sign Gino, the idea is: Do you have Gino for <clears throat> the next seven or eight years? Do you think this is is uh, is duplicated? I've said this, and I'll say it a million times over: Unless you have a Hall of Fame quarterback. Unless you have someone like a Patrick Mahomes, you are stupid. If you are evaluating quarterbacks and you have someone that comes across your nose that you say this is a franchise quarterback, if you don't draft him, you're dumb. It's, it's ridiculous. See the Kansas City Chiefs with Alex Smith. Alex Smith, it was a Pro Bowl quarterback, was a good quarterback. Someone that you could make a deep run in the playoffs. And they sat there, I think, with whatever it was, the 15th or 13th pick that they moved up to. Because Kansas City went into that draft and said, hey, this Mahomes kid is pretty good. We think he can be special. Not good. We think he can be special. And you drafted him. And people can sit there and be like, oh, what the hell are you doing? You already have a quarterback. It was like the thing with Jordan Love. If you thought Jordan Love was a generational quarterback, mm-hmm. problem is Green Bay didn't. They just drafted one to draft one, which is, which is dumb. So if Seattle uh, sees one of these quarterbacks, and they will probably be one of them there at number 5, they're not going to go because there's, what, four of them that figure to be that, that upper echelon. One of them is going to be available there. So if if that guy is a franchise guy, you take him. If not, uh, I want to see an edge rusher. I want to see Will Anderson come off the board. Yeah.
2: or the guy. <clears throat> so I was looking a little bit into it today. The the guy Tyree Wilson, yes. Texas Tech guy, Texas I guess. Tech, who he's is an outside. Yeah,
0: he's an absolute beast.
2: <clears throat> yeah, you can't go wrong there, can no. you? No, like, I, I, mean, I that's just think safer. Yes,
0: I think in in this day and age, D Lyman, If you can get elite one, if you can get a game wrecker, you know whether you go Carter from Georgia, whether you go Will Anderson, whether you go the kid from Texas Tech. I, you need that, so that would be it, at the number five pick if the quarterback isn't there. But like if if Levis falls to you and you think he's Ben Roethlisberger, then damn it, you draft him. And even if you sign Gino to a two, three, four year deal and Levis sits for two years and learns, you still do it because you were a pretty good team this year, anyways. One guy isn't going to make it or make it or or, or break it for you. So it just comes down to how you evaluate those quarterbacks. But there's some. Pretty good high end talent at those positions. Now, center you wouldn't ever draft that high. That's not a thing. You not know. at twenty. Uh, at twenty. At twenty. You That's could. What I said. I, I yeah. Put both of them in. Both there. of them in there. Yes. At twenty.
2: Of, I want to know what you really want them to get with one of those two picks. Yes.
0: Edge. Edge rusher or even the if you want to go with Carter in the middle from Georgia. You want to go with a true game record. I'm fine with that too. But I I like I just edge rushers in this league are. There's a reason why people draft them. There's a reason why people pay them. And I, I think Will Anderson, even though the numbers were down a little bit from, from Alabama this year, and let's not forget, Will Anderson, I think, has the best run grade of any outside edge uh, from pro football focus last year in college football. So he's not just a one-trick pony. He truly is a guy that can play the the, the position at, at, at both run and pass. He's, he's pretty special.
2: Well, they asked Schneider about a quarterback, and he said, basically, look, they don't grow on trees. Yeah. So, in other words, he's saying if there's if there's a guy like you said, if there's a guy that we really love, take him. We're gonna take him. Yes. No matter what. And you should. You always. If they draft a quarterback, you know that they truly think that guy's the next big thing. They're not just taking a you know, a flyer, even if it's not in the first round. Yeah. Because they have two seconds as well.
0: Yeah, see, that's if you're going to take a flyer, like, it's like Anthony Richardson, I don't get at all.
2: Yeah, like, would you take him with the 20th pick?
0: No, I would take him in the second or third round, but he won't be there because someone's going to take him at the end of the first, and I don't see that. In fact, Dave Bartu had a tweet the other day about it. You know, Dave does all the analytics about...
2: Yeah. And, He'll be in here later this week, by the way. Oh. He's coming in. You're going to New Orleans. Yeah. I'm bringing Bartu in for a day.
0: Dave had it where I think he said, if Anthony Richardson turns out not to be a star, if Anthony Richardson turns out to be a solid starting quarterback, I believe Dave said it would be the biggest outlier from an analytics standpoint that he's ever seen uh, in, in, in the NFL. I mean, that's how... Yeah.
2: Well, let's talk about him. That's how
0: out of the box this is. Yeah, we'll we'll
2: talk about him next. Uh, we also have some audio of a GM saying something that a lot of people are peeing all over. So we'll get to that uh, from the combine. Uh, but there's our poll question: Vote, vote hard at 1080 the fan on Twitter. It is 3:32. Here's Buck. Hey, did you know they got rid of the uh, con- uh the um at the Combine did you know that? Did they? Yeah.
0: I, I didn't know. Was that just this year? Last year. Last year they they did away with it.
2: Yeah, so they don't they no longer give the guys the <laughs> the stupid aptitude test.
0: Cuz you're not supposed to leak and the only ones that do leak are the the quarterbacks and then we get into the weird thing of who's the dumb guy and there's obviously the racial component to it and it's very much so. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's pretty dumb. Like if you think about it you know, one G. I was reading about it today, and one GM said they have never been able to make any sort of correlation between that test yeah. and a score on that test yeah. and better play in the NFL.
0: And so, all it does is make it awkward for people. And well, know.
2: they are—they still make it awkward for people. They just do it in private. They yeah. do it in their interviews, and yeah. in and they have <laughs> rules now where you're not supposed to make people feel uncomfortable, but they do. <laughs> they push these guys yeah. in the interviews because yeah. they want to make sure that they're. They want to just see how they react.
0: Right? Yeah, I remember the. I forget his name was like, it was like, uh, Scarnecki. He was the <clears throat> Patriots' offensive line coach. Yeah, Dante Scarnecki. and he was like the the all time biggest red ass in the history of the NFL. And so when you at the combine, when you go interview with the Patriots, um, <laughs> he leans on you a little bit to see how yeah, he's you, pushing you right? how you respond to it. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. and you're supposed to be I... passionate but not. Uh, volatile.
0: Yes. And you're, and you're not supposed like when you, when I went the place I got ready to go for the combine was this place in Atlanta. I forget the name of it, but you know, Julius peppers was down there. People a hell of a lot better than me. And they teach you like, after you get done training, you have like media sessions, like where like you role play and like, Hey, this is what they're going to try to ask you. And Kinky. yeah, you put on some leather, you know, assless chaps and it's a whole thing. And so now, unfortunately the combine, and then I think a lot of people think it's, it's a little redundant now because everyone is so well prepared it used to be kids just showed up at this thing and it was like you know hey you know you find out what kind of shape you're in you find out what kind of person you are and now anyone that's worth anything has an agent they go to one of these places they teach you how to run all the drills they teach you you know you you don't we're not finding out who's necessarily the fastest guy we're finding out who can run the fastest 40 so two different things we find out Who's been well coached? Who knows what to say when you go into the interviews? It's like they'll tell you like what you need to work on in your game, which seems to be a simple question, but the people that are preparing you for it will have an answer specifically crafted that supposedly is going to make people, you know, fawn over you. But now if everyone gives that answer, the, the teams yeah, just roll harder. the teams roll their eyes and be like, Well, everyone says yeah, that. Yeah,
2: it's it's probably harder to get to know a guy now. Because they're so fake polished. Yes. But at the same time, that's an I would think that's an important part of the process is getting to sit down with your high level draft picks and yeah. try to figure out what type of person they are.
0: And, and Grease Board is a big one too. And that one still has a lot of merit. And they do this not just at the combine, but they do it when you go into uh when when teams bring you out to their facility, especially like with quarterbacks and they do this with little linemen and they just you get up on the board. Like they'll give you um as you're you're going out to the team facility, they'll send you some concepts. Like, like here, here's, you know, 12 plays that we run and here's some passing tree concepts that we like to, you know, to, to, to deal with here. I want you to study them. And then when you come in, I would like you to be able to draw them up on the board and explain to me our concepts, explain to me why we do these sorts of things. So stuff like that is become way more valuable to teams than a wonderlick test or, you know, all this other crap, because you can't hide from the big board. You can't either, you know it or you don't either. You understand it or you don't.
2: So years ago they studied the wonderlick and they said that a rise from like the 25th percentile to the 75th percentile for a white player mm-hmm. meant they moved up 14 spots in the draft on average. Mm-hmm. For a black player, it meant half of that. Interesting. So there is a racial component to yeah. it and so they have done away with the wonderlick no more. Good. Okay, uh, here is the quote from Bartu on Anthony Richardson. Now, he's mm-hmm. the quarterback at Florida, yeah. or was, and he has been sort of uh, jumping up draft boards yep. because he's very athletic. He's 6'4", 240,
0: and just he looks like he's built in a lab.
2: Well, they call him a combo of Cam Newton and Justin Fields, yeah, which that's pretty intriguing yes. in today's NFL. Um, Jeremy Fowler says that his grade range is is large it's from some people have him a first round pick others all the way down in the fourth round yeah so there's a huge variance there but cbs sports did a mock draft and said that he and they had him as the number one pick the colts traded up with the bears to get the number one pick and took anthony
0: richardson wow if something like that happens and let's say he even goes in the top five i will say in in my mind and i'm not you know i'm not breaking down all 22 of him this will be my biggest NFL draft surprise in, in the 20 years that we've been almost doing this together. I just don't see it. This is, and this isn't like a, a Justin Herbert for me when I looked at his game and said, that guy has all the physical tools, but you know, it's the way he plays and he goes, Jake through. Locker? this is Jake Locker to me. I do not understand it. He completed at Florida, he completed 53% of his passes. He had multiple games where he completed in the mid to low 40%. I just do. And, and the games where he does complete a lot, like against uh, uh, where I was, I was looking at one, um, like against Utah, he completed, he went <clears throat> 17 of 24, which is 70%, right? That was for 160 yards. Hmm. Dude, that's just, he's throwing three yard passes. Like he, like you look at his highlights and yeah, there's 7 or 8 where you look at him and you're like, "Oh my god, that's a pretty rare talent." But when you watch him play, and I saw him play multiple times over the last 2 years, he is a bad college quarterback. I mean, a bad college so, one. So I don't understand why you look at him and say just because he's big and has a as a big arm, and he's athletic and he moves around, I do You don't
2: see the correlation there? Like why w- somebody wouldn't look at that and go, "Oh, I can do something with that."
0: But we I we, mean, I do. We do this all the time with quote great athletes playing the position, but don't you have to be able to play quarterback?
2: Yeah, I mean I was just thinking like all of the athletic quarterbacks, the new age guys, the Cam Newton all the way to J- Fields to Jackson to dominant college players. Uh yeah, to Hurts, like they were all really good in college. Dominant. You're right.
0: Anthony, Anthony they're, they're,
2: I'm trying to think of, a, of an athletic quarterback who who was who was not good in college but then Jake Locker. His, his skills were good in the like he in the oh. NFL he became good.
0: Yeah. I was gonna say one that that wasn't a good necessarily a good college player that got drafted real high was Jake Locker. Against Kentucky, he went fourteen of thirty five for one hundred and forty three yards. Against Kentucky, not that Kentucky's a bad right. team, but
2: Stoops can coach that D. I mean, my God. So here's what Bartu said about him. He said, "If Anthony Richardson sticks as a starter, it will be the single greatest defying event of quarterback draft success metrics this century." his quarterback effect, snap count, OC support and surrounding talent all point to the negative. Uh do you know who to date that player is? The 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 most defying... outlier, outlier in terms of success? I don't remember who based it was. On the metrics. I remember he said,
0: re- I remember I remember reading this but I don't remember who it was.
2: He said it was Ryan Tannehill.
0: <laughs> okay, so to date so basically what you're saying is is that the the well, I'm outlier, not anything. No, no, babe, this is bar two. Yeah, his outlier, the high the the ceiling of this is Ryan Tannehill. Because remember well, no, T- he's ta- saying Yeah, that but I'm saying that's the point is that the only one that's done this to break this mold is Tannehill. Remember, Tannehill was a wide receiver.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So the all of his metrics pointed to Ryan Tannehill being bad, and Ryan Tannehill has not been bad. No. So so it can happen, but that's what he thinks of Richardson. So, I just, just some Mar-2 the- will
0: be here later in the week yeah. and,
2: and I'll ask him more about that. But uh, I just want we'll some of the- some of these quarterbacks,
0: some of these games for this year, Anthony Richardson, nine of 27 for 198, <laughs> 11 of 23 for 112 yards. <clears throat> uh, that one hurts a little bit. Uh, what were some of those? 24 of 44. Hmm. You know, it's like 14 of 35. I mean, these are 40 percent, 40 percent completion ratings. Yeah, and, and I get that you're in the SEC, but some of these games are against South Florida and Eastern Washington and Missouri and, you know, South Carolina, Vanderbilt. I just I, I do not understand where this is coming from. And I hope Anthony Richardson proves me wrong and I hope he goes on and has a, a unbelievable NFL career. I am just fascinated by the notion that a kid with a big arm that can run around and just throw it a mile, and we think that that mm. equates to NFL success. What about Josh Allen? Is that an example, maybe? Because he was not that good in college. I will pull up Josh Allen's numbers, and I'm will, and i willing to guess that they are significantly better than what Anthony Richardson was putting up. And by the way, Josh Allen was doing it with Wyoming talent around him, whereas Anthony Richardson was doing it with Florida talent around him.
2: But that's a pretty good – that was a texture that brought that up. That's a pretty good example, though. It's as close as we're going to get, probably. Yeah. All right, there's a, G- <clears throat> a new GM in the NFL who said something today at the Combine, uh, and he's getting skewered for it, and we'll play the audio. We also have next hour – Jason, this is exciting. We have another Boston sports radio host apology. Oh, well, that's funny. They seem to be apologizing a lot over there. Well, they they keep sticking their foot in their mouth. Yeah, so. this one again, racist. Mm. Here we go again. In Boston? It, shocking.
0: Boy, I would have never thought of all the places that it could happen.
2: So that'll be uh, that'll be next hour. It's 348 on the fan. All right, the Combine is underway in uh, Indy. One other note, notable notation of note from the Combine. I saw this clip on the social meds, and this guy's getting uh, some heat for this. Because you know social media. Oh, yeah. They're coming after you. If they don't like what you say.
0: No. No. <laughs> <clears throat> It's really become all the, the na- it's become the national pastime. All the armchair
2: GMs out there. <laughs> nah. Now you tell me if you agree with this. This is the new GM of the Titans, mm-hmm. the Tidies. You know mm-hmm. them, Tennessee. Yeah, the Tidy Whiteies. The new GM. His name is Ran Carthon. He was a former running back, and now he's their GM. And here is what he said about his philosophy in football.
0: I've always said, and this. My, my own personal philosophy, it's cute It's sexy to play Golden State Warriors football in September and October when the weather's good, but the teams that are playing in January and into February are teams that play tough defense and teams that are able to run the ball. And so you got to be able to do those things.
2: What do you think? Well, look. Is he right or is that a thing of the past? Because a lot of people are like, dude, yeah, first they're... of all, the Warriors have multiple titles. Yeah, they got
0: four. The so <laughs> way to
2: crap all over them. <laughs> and they're tough. Like, they're tough defensively, you know?
0: Yeah. but I think there's two separate things there, right? The idea that you have to be able to have a dominant run game, no, you don't. The idea that you have to be able to play good defense, yeah, I, I think there's some truth to that. Now. You don't necessarily have to like the Chiefs didn't have a a phenomenal defense this year, far from it, but you can have a timely defense. And so if you have a timely defense, yeah. So I I think there's some, you know, I I
2: think we think that still applies, though, what he's saying. Because a lot of people think that.
0: I think it applies somewhat. It's a little outdated. It's a little outdated. If, If you asked me, what would I rather have? Would I rather have a dominant defense or a dominant offense? I would much rather have a dominant offense and find a way to to scheme and play timely D than the other way around. Yeah. Absolutely.
2: So Warren Sharp already took to this and <laughs> deconstructed it, and he said— Beat it up. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, these analytics guys, I I, I love the battle between old-school sports guys and analytics guys.
0: Yes, because old-school sports guy is, this is the way it's always been done, where analytic guy brings facts.
2: Well I mean, yeah, I think true. it's and it doesn't mean that they're right, but and I don't take a side. Well, sometimes you do. Sometimes you're like, "Oh, the analytics." Like as a as a football like go for it fourth it down guy. I'm sure. a big time analytics guy. Yeah. I think you should follow the sheet and always follow the sheet. But other areas, you know, maybe I'm a little bit more old school like an old baseball scout, an old crusty baseball scout. But I think it's a fun dynamic because You're right. The analytics guys always bring something to the table with stats, facts, science. Like, hey, okay, well, what about this? So, what Warren Sharp said was only one of the last six Super Bowl champs has had a pass rate outside of the top five. So got to be able to throw the ball, and he said the Titans' run rate over that same six-year period was never higher than twenty-third in the league. Yeah, so even they threw the ball and they made a conference finals. You know,
0: yeah. I mean, granted they had Derrick Henry, but you know that was the year too that Tannehill. Remember, he was playing out of his uh, mind the last like nine games of the season. But he, he was, was throwing the he ball. Was throwing the ball is the point. You know, it's. Again, we, we want to take blanket statements, right? And say, well, you know, it's we're about running the ball. Yes. If if you ask me, do you want to run the ball and you want to play defense, especially if you're in a cold weather place, the answer to that is yes. I mean, if you want to look at what ailed Buffalo, like we all thought Buffalo the last two years were were, were right there to, to win a Super Bowl. And what let Buffalo down? A lot of it was their run game and their defense. So especially in a cold weather place, I get that. But in, in this league, every rule is designed to do what in this league? Benefit the passing game. So if, if you aren't trying to build your team around your quarterback in and, and, and the, and the passing game, then, yeah, I, I do think that you're a little bit old school and you're a little bit behind the, te- but the times. Doesn't mean you can't be balanced. Doesn't mean you can't run play action. I mean, Pete Carroll obviously wants to run the ball, but when they were at their best and they were having success, they had Potato Sack Boy out there, and he was pretty good.
2: Deal with a, uh, with a joke. Do you like sports jokes? Yeah,
1: this will make you laugh.
2: This this will make you laugh. Uh, pushing the envelope a little bit. That deal out there. He's one of our texters here. Yeah. Analytics says Mahomes is a great quarterback. Old school football says he's black. <laughs> Give me the stats. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh God. that's so bad. That is pretty bad. <laughs> Jeez. And yet. And also yet, correct. And also right. Correct. Yeah, 503-8646
2: yeah, fan. That's how you get a hold of us now.
0: But yeah, so if you're a Titans fan, I know that there's probably a lot of people like, "Oh my god, we've got old yes. school football guy." I and... think
2: that's what it is. Like if I'm a Titans fan, yeah. I don't love hearing that from my new GM.
0: Well, I I will say, that I'm not you, you can't you can't make again blanket statement saying this guy can't succeed because he has this sort of philosophy, but I <clears> like <throat> if I was hiring a head coach, I would want and you gave me a good defensive guy and a good offensive guy, I would hire the offensive guy every well, yeah. single time. I mean time.
2: The, aren't most of them all yes. now offensive guys? The
0: vast majority, because in, in a league where to me I, I have to be able to score points, and so much of my my success is based on my relationship with my quarterback and being able to grow and develop him. If I'm a defensive-minded coach and back, like, hey, I'll hire a great OC, okay, in a year or two, he's gone. Like I, I can't I can't keep an offensive coordinator. If he's good, he will be hired away. So I would much rather try to replace my defensive coordinator and give me an offensive guy like an Andy Reid or a Sean McVay or someone like that, that can keep the continuity in my offense. And I don't have to worry about consistently having to turn that over. Like we'll find that now out in Philadelphia, right? I mean, Philadelphia lost both of their coordinators, but you know, it's going to be interesting because Philadelphia uh, is no longer going to be on a cheap quarterback. And, you know, you've got a, a, a coordinator there that really helped groom and grow Jalen Hurts and you know he's not going to be there anymore, so it will be interesting to see what happens there. So I just I am a believer of offense first in this league, in the in the way it is, and and defense second. But well, know. I always
2: like I would love to hear Rand Carthon sit down with Warren Sharp.
0: Yeah, you know because
2: you can always Rand would always go to well you didn't play anything. Look at you, yeah, a dork. You have a little mustache <laughs> there and your little stats,
0: but yet yeah he's not wrong. No, sharp. Because the Chiefs weren't a dominant defense or a run team, the Rams last time I checked threw the ball a lot when they won a Super Bowl. Um, although you know the the Buccaneers, I mean their defense ran roughshod over the the Chiefs, so he'll point to that and be like, "See,
2: defense." Well, I mean, he may have some good points if they did sit down. I just think that's a great. It's always a great battle, the yeah. old school versus the new school, and yeah. hearing the point counterpoint.
0: I, I'll say if but I'm there a...
2: usually isn't a point counterpoint, it's usually like, oh. Stats are
0: if if I'm a fan, I want the smart nerd from MIT as opposed to the guy that played, you you know, with his hand in the dirt, you know, and knuckles. This is the (laughs) way it is. Yeah, this guy says I'm a
2: huge Titans fan and everything they do is the most frustrating thing. Now, I think Vrabel's really good. Vrabel is really good. But, but again, you're at the, I can see why you'd be frustrated.
0: You're at the mercy of having to continually bring in new offensive guys. And I'd I, well, I like a head coach that can build well, my offense and, and keep it
2: going. I think the Titans are good. Vrabel's good. And they can win games, right? They yes. got to the AFC title game a couple years ago. Yeah. But when you watch their games, it doesn't give you much confidence that you can get all the way. Yeah. Right? Like, they play those and there's merit to it. It's the Rand Carthon style. Like they're tough. Yeah. It's gritty. They're going to drag you into the mud. It's going to be thirteen yeah. ten. You know they're going to play field position. You know like that. That there's still
0: there's a absolute there's a big place part of the it. league. Sure.
2: It's just that that ain't getting you over the top. The the teams that have gotten over the top. Now, granted, you got to have a, a hammer quarterback. Yeah. That
0: helps to be very helps to be very dynamic.
2: But look at the guys who are all winning: Andy Reid, Sean McVay. Uh, who was it before that? The Bruce Arians. Yeah. Uh let's keep going.
0: Who else? Andy Reed. Andy Reid and the, Peterson won one. Well, and then you got into New England and they're. I mean, I know the hoodie, yeah. but they had a really bright offensive mind there too for a lot of those. So
2: Yeah, it's just interesting. I I don't know. All right. Um I've got Josh Allen versus Anthony Richardson stats.
0: Yeah, the numbers, that is a very, very, very good comp that uh kind of slipped through the cracks there. And, well, it didn't slip through the cracks, Jason. We caught it. Well, we, well, we didn't. Someone, we caught it. Someone else caught it. And Kudos so to you, text Program.
2: Another Boston radio host has to apologize, too. I, lo- I always love these. <laughs> I have my phone set to alert me every time a Boston <laughs> sports radio guy has to apologize for something. That would
0: get annoying to all those push notifications. Yeah, <laughs> it's a
2: lot. It's a lot. So that's coming up next hour on The fan.